been a mad minute since we had David and Nicholas on the show to give us an update about how things are progressing at Ultra. Boop! Since last time, we launched our unique marketplace, our prepping Wave 3, and the launch of Ultra Games. And we're starting to onboard developers into our ecosystem. Even with all the market madness, it's an exciting time at Ultra. I know that you guys are keen to hear from the execs, but I also wanted to give you an opportunity to engage with them directly. Add a comment below and ask your questions which you'd like to get answers to. We'll try to cover as many of them as we reasonably can. So let's get to it. First off, let's start with the unique marketplace, its deployment and use by users. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts on how it's been going and uh, where you think it's going to go next? It went pretty well for like the market we are in. Uh, I know we reached top 17, I believe, uh, from all in terms of trading volume, which is pretty good. Uh, so that's uh, that's really um, based on the team's efforts and then the, the collection that were interesting for the, our audience. Uh, I think the, the big next step here is to keep improving the marketplace uh, as you you guys could see we had the first version and now we are expanding that with more and more options to make it more of a fully functional product. Uh, once it's out then we are able to do some more launch of cool collection which are much more tied to games uh, as originally we had to try. Uh, it's, it's always, you know, it's very new. Uh, initial marketplace is a new thing, uh, of course, uh, especially the ultra that has primary and secondary markets at the same time with fiat and crypto so it's a uh, it's another story than quite some other marketplaces uh, so we have to manage both the relation with the, the creators the community expectation uh, pricing finding what's the right balance so this obviously always takes a bit of time uh, but it's really great because now we are starting to see what's the making the most sense for everyone uh, and we are starting as well to put all the tools in place uh, to be able to accept uh, more and more creators onto the platform and more and more users as well. So we, we just released some new updates to the the whole client, which makes it much faster, which allows us as well to have uh, an increase in terms of user base. There was uh, some discussion before we hit the record button about you know uh, how some of the projects that we put up on the marketplace sold out really within a matter of seconds. And some of the stuff that we've been putting out didn't sell out. And there was, I think, maybe a disconnect between uh, what we believed the the community would want, the pricing that was involved, and some of the details that were uh, intrinsic in you know building out an NFT project like that. Maybe you guys want to comment on some of the some of the stuff that we've experienced the last uh, maybe six weeks. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think um, we are also you know learning sort of the process of launching new products and um, we also have experienced maybe a lack of information uh, prior to the launch of certain of the, the latest collections. So I think we we will sort of like have a new workflow um, for launching them um, that will give us enough time to have you know interviews of the creators, um, talking about you know what they're building, what the utility will be, how they're gonna work, you know who are the people involved in making them, you know sort of like building um, you know uh, a wealth of information prior to launching them. And so I think this is something that happened, you know, for many of 
the initial connection but didn't happen um, for the more recent ones. Um, and so this is something that we're, you know, taking note of, you know, we're taking note of a lot of feedback of the community, um, you know, price points, utility, all of these uh, lack of information, all of these things are, you know, helping us um, improve the platform um, and the future launches. So there's definitely going to be an improvement on that side. Um, and then on the other side, when it comes to the NFT marketplace itself, We've been building um, and, you know, we're working a lot on many improvements, um, you know, better ways to categorize content, better ways to filter content, better ways to, um, you know, find what you're looking for. Uh, and so this is something that the, the dev teams uh, and the, the PO teams have been working on, you know, since, um, you know, the launch of the NFT marketplace. So we get a lot of feedback. We're taking them, we're classifying them. Um, typically, you know, biggest bang for buck. Um, how much time do we spend, you know, doing the functionality and how much value it brings? We, you know, um, have all of them in a backlog and then we prioritize them depending on different availability of the teams because some of these functionality are more heavily blockchain developer related, some of them are more um, front end uh, related, and some of them are more. Um, you know, database um, um, data related. And so depending on, you know, what we already have scheduled, we can organize um, the, the deployment of these functionalities according to, you know, a, a, like a, a decision that's done through an internal consensus mechanism. Right. I know that like when we launched the marketplace in the end of August, there were definitely some scaling issues and we popped those scaling issues to the very top of the queue for our developers to deal with. And they did a really good job in making sure that people's access to the marketplace and other parts of Ultra were super slick, super fast. And it's been really fun to, to watch that development happen so, so quickly. Yeah, the, the functionalities are getting, um, you know, uh, better and better in terms of um, pure functionality, how we deal with the data, how we deal with the transaction stream, how we deal with the metadata, the payment flow, credit cards, cryptocurrencies, all of this is being improved. Um, in the upcoming uh, release, you will start seeing um, that when you purchase an NFT or when you set an NFT for sale or something like this, Today you have a little um, trouble that basically uh, makes you wait um, for the transaction to reach finality. This is something that we did initially um, out of um, precaution, um, but uh, it's actually unnecessary. We saw the data, uh, we, we know how things work. Um, and so very soon uh, when you will do such type of transaction like uh, receiving an NFT, buying an NFT, um, or sending an NFT for sale, um, it's going to happen instantly. So if you look at your inventory, you will be able to, you know, do actions on it without having to wait the, the 30 seconds that you, you're facing today. So these are all, you know, improvements, um, which were always planned, but now we're solidifying sort of like the core uh, technology. We're also, um, Currently, substantially improving um, the data structure of the NFT standard. Um, so everything that's related to the metadata will be much easier to use very soon. 
um, the attached data will be much um, more accessible than what it is today. Uh, it's going to be faster for developers, going to be easier for creators, and also we're adding a lot of flexibility um, around this data structure. And so all of these are part of feedback that, that we received or a part of a schedule a rollout of the functionalities. Well, that's that's the next thing that I wanted to talk about because we've been very focused on building out our developer tooling over the last, I guess, like six months or so. And the NFT standard and its updates are definitely tied to that. Uh, What else are we working on within within Ultra that is developer tooling? So a big piece of it is the Chrome extension. so we have uh, two, two types of accounts on Ultra, some accounts that are, um, you know, that benefit from what we call the easy blockchain account uh, system, uh, which allow people to recover their keys super easily and so on. And then we have another type of account, which we call non-EBA accounts, which is, you know, the classical um, user account that you're used to um, in the blockchain space where really you have the secret key and then, you know, you're fully responsible for it. Uh, and if you lose it, you know, you lose it forever. So we, we have both um, because some, in some cases you might prefer one or another. In Ultra, when you create your account, you automatically receive an EBA account, but as a developer or as a company, you might need some, you know, unique security model and so on. And so then you might go for the non-EBA. So the Chrome extension now supports both EBA and non-EBA accounts. There's been a security audit um, ongoing. Um, we're, you know, tackling different uh, subjects, the blockchain, the, the NFT standard, but also the Chrome extension. Um, like we've done a big part that just been completed with uh, tremendous uh, positive result. Um, we've, got, we've got a lot of, um, you know, praises for the, the quality of code and uh, the, the level of security that was embedded. <coughs> but we're still working on this. And so in the meantime, we already have developers uh, starting to use it. Um, and, um, and the feedback is also very good. So because it's very easy to um, implement, and, uh, and of course, it's very easy then to use as a user. And so we're seeing, um, you know, the guys, uh, for example, at Agora, um, building on it. Um, there's a game that's um, also using it, which is a more of a web game, not a client game. Um, there is, um, you the know, also, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of, uh, of people that are using it. Mm-hmm. And so like right now, um, you know, we are basically uh, providing them uh, these dev kits, but our goal, of course, is to open it to the larger public to say, well, you know, everything's right there and just download it. We've done it already for part of it. Like you can run, for example, today, a local instance of the Ultra blockchain. You got everything you need to uh, develop smart contracts to publish them inside your local instance of the blockchain to test and so on. Uh, but we we we're currently completing the latest steps to um, allow you to do that directly on the public testnet, um, and then uh, the f- and then there will be another audit, and then the final version will be then opening these tools for the for the mainnet. This time, uh, this said, in the meantime, you can use 
um, the command line type of uh, um, tools that we, we already distributed. Uh, so we're just doing this by precautions. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, part of our infrastructure which work behind the VPN for security reasons again. Um, and, um, uh, you know, we're unlocking them one by one um, after, you know, you know, we got consensus of the team, everything's ready, security is high. Okay, let's unlock it and then we do this step by step. Right, but it's not just consensus within our team. Like we're working with those external developers and their feedback is just as valuable as the wider community feedback. And we go to them, we show them what we built and uh, we iterate based on their needs also. Yeah, absolutely. And their feedback is extremely valuable. Um, we're also asking them to contribute on our documentation, which has been growing substantially past month. Um, you know, in different areas, improvement, oh, you've got this, or hey, I didn't understand that part, and then we sort of like improve the text, the way we write. Um, there's going to be another phase a little later where we will start providing uh, sample code for, you know, various use cases, which we believe are maybe the most uh, useful um, initially, and then we're going to grow with more and more, um, you know, educational content so that people really um, can start from scratch, not knowing anything, and then at the end of the day, uh, you know, become a, a, a smart contract developer. That's really our, our goal, is to democratize uh, blockchain development, and I think Ultra is in a unique position for this, um, for, you know, multiple reasons. First, you know, because it's easier, there's less resources, gas, and so on to manage, so there's less concept to explain but also because our smart contract language is C++ and therefore all the game developers we're working with typically already have C++ experience. So doing the transition, um, you know, from making a C++ based game to a smart contract is, you know, extremely easy. Um, and so we're, you know, we're really excited to have these building tools, uh, um, you know, opening more and more to our developer community. I think what's, uh, what's being worked on as well and close to completion is around SDK that is used for games. Uh, so the fact that a game developer would be able to use blockchain functionalities directly from within the SDK, including minting the NFT, transferring the NFTs, uh, any sort of interaction with the blockchain uh, feasible as well. Uh, so that's really a big plus for any sort of game developers or even app developers who want to create using Ultra. Just use the SDK and you can get access to the rest of um, the possibilities, including also uh, single sign-on. So once you use a single sign-on, it's very simple because when you launch from Ultra, we know who you are. So we can say, hey, hi, David, uh, welcome to the game and your history uh, that's tied to your account as well. So you can already have um, this continuous interaction, continuous growth of your digital identity throughout the ecosystem. Uh, the fact that this, the SDK allows to fetch those information and then add them to to, uh, to your profile, in a sense. Uh, yeah. so that's going to be very exciting because uh, it's so simple to use for the game devs. Uh, and hopefully that can have a lot of people to be on board. Yeah, it's like, especially when you think about game developers that have a game, um, there's very, very often a need for the game to react on certain actions that have occurs in the game and then reward the player 
or perform certain blockchain transaction on a smart contract. So as soon as a game has this requirement, like, okay, you, you reach level five, you earn an NFT, for example. Super simple use case. But what that means is that, what that means is that the developer actually has to have a backend who is aware of these events and eventually during, you know, certain conditions will sign a blockchain transaction that will create this NFT and send it to your account. Now, that means, you know, that to do that, to sign this transaction, they need to hold the key. And that, and if they hold the key, that means that you need to have a substantial security around that. And then you need, you know, to know a lot of concept. How do you do this properly? You know, ideally hardware wallets, uh, but how do you do hardware wallets for high frequency and, you know, this transaction. So there's a lot of burden that goes on instantly on the back of the developer. And so what the SDK um, does, what Nicholas just referred, referred to, is that it comes out of the box. It's right there for you. All you need to say is that at one point, with, your, with a classical API, you can just say, hey, create me an NFT number 145 and send it to player 249, and it will just happen. And they don't need to know how the keys were secured. Like, we're taking care of, you know, the, the highest, um, you know, security uh, measure and, 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 like, the good practices um, that we applied for um, us, we applied on the on the SDK. And so you can still do it yourself, of course, but there's this thing that's there that doesn't require you to even know what blockchain is. Uh, and so this will further democratize um, access to blockchain technology for game developers. Yeah, I would say the, the last part, which is very exciting as well for more for the community to try that we're going to have also uh, try try out games, so a game you can just try, uh, which is basically a, a small, um, say plane flying uh, game. You mean the sample project? Game. Yeah, exactly, so people can just try and see, okay, cool, I pop up my Unity, I can try, I can make my position transactions, see how it works, and get fam familiarized with the, the concept directly within the game. And that's something about ready as well, I believe. This will grow over time, um, but it uses, because our SDK goes beyond just blockchain, it also does, you know, um, stuff that you might need in your game, you know, lobby making, matchmaking, messaging, friends list, you know, quests. There's a lot of functionality there. And so this game, um, sample game that you can download with the, you know, you will get the whole source code and you can see how everything works. Uh, both on the blockchain stuff that Nicholas was referring to, but also some of the non-blockchain stuff, you know, how do you authenticate a user, how do you, um, you know, get his friends, these achievements, these kind of things are all part of this. Um, and you can just, you know, get it for free, see how it works, and then modify it, or see how it works, and then apply this concept in your own game. Um, so it's a very cool and informational um, you know, sample project. It's funny because when we talk generally, generally about you know bringing blockchain to the mainstream, it's very user focused. But what you guys have been talking about the last you know few minutes is how bringing blockchain to the mainstream is really generally developer focused. It's about providing like developers 
the easiest way to do something instead of the hardest way to do something. Because if we go back to uh, you know generating a transaction on the blockchain, you were talking about generating it using you know keys that you hold, and then the complexity that's involved in building a backend which is secure, using a hardware uh, like an HSM so that that's the one that's holding the keys, so that those are the most secure, and then signing those transactions and blah 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 blah. And what what you actually have there is this like huge level of complexity which frankly, like a financial financial institution should be dealing with and not, you know, your indie developer who really doesn't want to deal with any of that stuff. And Ultra is saying, hey, listen, like, that's not the way that we build stuff. That's not our concept, not our vision for blockchain for the mainstream. We're going to do all the hard stuff for you. You still get all the benefits of blockchain without any of the hard stuff of blockchain. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, developer adoption is a big part of the success of, uh, of a blockchain. And um, so that's why we, we think that, um, you know, the efforts we're putting into our tech will, you know, pay out for sure. It's also streamlining the way it's done, which means if you, if you provide a tool to make it in a way that is convenient, the easiest way to do it, uh, on a user's perspective, they also have the same process. Uh, so they don't have to have different way to log in, different way to authenticate, different way to do this or that. Uh, they can do the same framework, which means for the users, so, so the same experience across all applications and services, which is very important. You don't want to really learn how to do transaction every time you pop up a new game or a new app. So, so as a continuation of that discussion, let's talk about Ultra Games, because there's a lot of complexity that we're taking on ourselves at Ultra to be able to provide that stuff to developers and to our users. Um, how's it going? How's the development of Ultra Games going? I think for Ultra Games, the the first step was to be able to get it tested by the community, which we did almost a year back. Um, right now, the the next stage is really to get it um, mass marketly available, uh, in a sense that we want it to be able to scale. So that's why we have the Wave Three upcoming in a few weeks, uh, and that Wave Three will allow us basically to see, okay, sure, we have many more users, issues we can uh, arising from that. Uh, and that's basically what the is going to be. Okay, if there's a bit more scaling, then it would be pushed a bit further. But yeah, it won't be very far. But the idea is really to be able to make it in, in, a, in a way that it can be launched with much more marketing, much more content uh, available. Uh, and the very next step that we, we are looking into, even including into the launch, is the tokenization. Uh, so this is something still being discussed, but the idea is to be every time you have your games, you can actually, you know, uh, having as NFT resellable DRM. Um, the DRM is extremely complex. Uh, you can imagine that protecting files uh, from hacking is just something uh, people have been doing on, in uh, with computers since computers exist. So you don't get hacked, right? Uh, that's the same for the physical on the, to get hacked and copied to somebody else. So the DRM is a very complex part. Um, it's already working now, but we want to include it as well as part of the NFTs, as you guys can imagine. Uh, so that's really where we are going. In terms of content, I think we have um, really good content, not on the store. Not everything is amazing today on the store. We already have some good content, but we want to improve and add more and more high quality content, but obviously it doesn't make any sense for us to drop it in close beta, right? Uh, it has to be launched when you launch the actual platform. Uh, that's why we don't, I think, speak a lot about uh, 
temporary uh, critically acclaimed content because it has to be launched with the marketing uh, and the launch of the, of, the, of the platform, of course. We've got a bunch of other stuff which is coming down the pipeline. And uh, I wanted to get your take on uh, the status of the tournament platform that we've been kind of hinting about the last six months, um, some of the exclusive games that our partners are working on, and any other juicy details that you want to drop for us. Sure. Uh, I think tournament platform, is, I saw it, of course, it's really cool. <laughs> uh, it's made with the same vibe as the rest of the client, uh, so the look is pretty slick. Um, it's already working today to create, basically, uh, NFTs when you create your own tournament, so you can create your NFTs at the image, at the descriptions and all that, all the rules. So this is really the first piece as well of the creator tool for NFTs in a sense, because that's the same thing. Uh, so that's going to be easy because we can just, after you reuse it and add it to the, for the marketplace, for example. Um, and yeah, so I think the, the state today is that we can already do some tournaments uh, as part of it. We will do it one internally to test it out with the company, uh, see if everything is working as expected, and then put it out, I think, in closed beta first, and then fully live. But today, it's already working, so we could already put it today out if uh, we we were not a bit city freak, in a sense, we want to make sure there is no issues happening for anybody. Uh, so here we, we try it first, making sure everything's running smoothly, then we can release with some cool ones. Uh, we already have some... Uh, good partners who want to create tournaments on the platform and that will really uh, come handy you know with any sort of game launch um, even for the ultra games when we launch ultra games we also can have you know some cool tournaments around some games which would bring a lot of users uh, because they're excited by trying a new game competitively earn some prizes earn some nfts uh, and i think that's really one of the key key aspect of the tournament platform is that we can get people to learn about NFTs without learning about blockchain or anything. Uh, just come play the game and then they will start to to understand and use blockchain without, you know, not seeing it, which is always what we try to do at Ultra. Uh, so, yep, that's, that was pretty exciting. Uh, and I think next in line, you also have uh, Agora, the text for gaming, which is uh, in the making. Uh, UI is pretty slick as well. Uh, we'll see it, I think, pretty soon. Um, but the Chrome extension is one of the prerequisites for us as well. Uh, so having it available uh, within Ultra, outside of Ultra, everywhere at the same time. Um, and that's really thanks to the technology we developed that people can create, like uh, Ultra is Live, for example, can create because we created all the tooling and now you can make your own cool thing uh, on top of it without as much effort as you would need to do, of course. David, you've been working on uh, a bunch of those exclusive games. You want to give us a quick update? Most of them are working right now on their websites um, and um, also on trailers. So I hope they will be ready soon. Um, I've seen some part of it and like I've been blown away, like really. Um, I had goosebumps, so just to give you the level of... <laughs> Of uh, my excitement, so for sure, um, I'm really looking forward to that um, we're helping them, you know, different areas around, um, you know, this the website and so on. So we're we're very excited by by what's to come. I'm, I'm really excited by what's to come. We'll be opening soon, I guess. Also, the community channels, uh, discords, and everything, so you guys can start yeah. to join, uh, talk with the team, see what's going on. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's going to be pretty exciting. 
Yeah, so. that's for the, the FPS game, the sort of sports game, I think is uh, pretty close as well to, to release. So that's going to be another another fun part as well. Uh, and we really start also to try, as we, you know, have those exclusive games, which we, we work with very closely, we can also start to have some interaction between games, between apps, so tournaments, uh, NFT marketplace, games I, games B, and sort of have NFTs that goes around uh, all the different uh, actors. Uh, I think that's going to show much further what blockchain and uh, the Web3 can do. It's going to be cool to see. All right, guys. I really appreciated your time and your expertise. Thanks for coming on to the show. Thanks, Remy. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Remy. Thank you, everybody. See you soon.